What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Books and Betches. Books and Betches. Not to be confused with Books and Bitches. Bitches. Betches is what we are. Batches. This week, we're talking thrillers. Now, I do... Okay, let me just start off this podcast by saying we are a spoiler podcast. We're going to spoil <laughs> everything for you. Badly. So if there's a book you haven't read and you're like, wow, I really want to read this book, I'm going to spoil it for you. <laughs> anyway, this week we're talking thrillers. And this is interesting because I do want to ask y'all what your definition of a thriller is. Because is it Ooh. scary? Is it suspense? Or is it both? Is it Michael Jackson? Um, <laughs> I'm going, nothing. I think suspense and thriller are two different things. Do you? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Explain. I think suspense is like on on the edge of your seat type, like not sure what's going to happen next. Right. I think thriller is like more on the horror side of like not horror, but like more like life and death danger. Like, but okay. it, isn't that suspenseful? But suspense is more like you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, that could go hand in hand, I guess. Because it could. because if it's life and death, and you're on the edge of your seat. That's a suspenseful situation. I think that's why they call these but books I don't think suspense thrillers. I think, I, yeah. Today, we're talking about The Institute by Stephen King. Uh, no shocker there. I've been reading a lot of Stephen King, and this was the first book that I read to get back into books. I'm going to give I'm gonna give real definitions. I just Googled. All right. Okay. okay. The definition of a thriller is any type of plot involving crime or espionage. What's espionage? And, and like an exciting... Like spies and like... Ooh. Or just, no, like, any type of... I think a spy's first, but, like, you know... Uh, deceit, deception. Deceit. Okay, okay. Um, a big heist. It's definitely a thriller. Suspense mm. is a state of feeling excited or anxious, uncertainty about what may happen. So I was pretty right yeah, on. That was good. But so suspense, like, would you ca- classify suspense as a genre? Or would I you would. say suspense is within every genre? I think sus- I wouldn't say suspense is a genre. I would say there's suspenses within genres. I agree. Like, I think I think there's rom- romantic suspenses. Yes, every book needs suspense. Oh. There might be like thriller suspenses. Yeah. So I'm gonna classify this as a suspenseful thriller, like I just said. I feel I feel that. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Good. Tell us about. Okay. You ready Wait, for your sixty yeah. seconds? Sixty not, seconds not on the ready. clock. I'm not, not ready yet. Okay. All right. I want to tell you why I even got this book. Go for it. I went to Target. The All best place on great it. stories start with I went to Target. Yes. I was I getting a that. bath towel. One bath towel. And you came out with seven Singular things. bath towel. <laughs> no idea why you would only buy one. But yeah, you'd always are. need two at least minimum. Because I was going swimming and I didn't have a towel. Okay. So I stopped okay. to get one bath towel and I left Target with this book and zero bath towels. <laughs> That sounds like the Target story. I did have to go back in. I so the reason I brought this book today because you guys were physically brought it. Yes. Okay. What was wrong? Doesn't bring anything else. Brings a book that she's already read. Isn't that what we needed to do? Let me see it. So I brought it. Oops. There's purpose. Give it to me. I brought it because I liked the cover a lot, and that was why I picked it. Describe the cover. This is an audio form. Okay. Um, cover is dark. Oh, train car. We're on a train car. Cover and is dark. Um, she's she's describing. Okay, it kind of reminds me. Remember the music video of Destiny's Child when they all were in different. Yes, rooms? say my name. <laughs> Iconic. This, this is a green room. Um, rum. rum. <laughs> Red rum. Red rum. Green rum. Um, <laughs> and a desk and a chair. So it kind of looks like a college dorm. Kids sitting on the on the um bed. Light on. 
weirdly the yeah yeah so then there's the um a window here Mm -hmm. and through the window is blue skies and clouds interesting but all around is is yeah all around this train car is i would like to see the number of pages please okay just gonna read the end (laughs) don't you read the end i will uh don't well, throw back. Don't you, threaten me hear, with a good time. If you didn't hear last week's episode, Erica does this thing mm-hmm. where she goes to the last, uh, again, of a book. Last like and, 10 pages, I and read. And she reads the end of a book before starting a book because uh, she just wants to know what the ending is. You usually can evil. figure out if the main character's dead by then. It's because she's chaotic evil. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. 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 So 557 pages. Admirable. Yeah, it's thick. Admirable amount of book. Now, did it need to be that long? That's for you to answer. Love, I ask myself that. Love to ask with that every question. single Stephen King book. Yeah, I think Stephen King. Yeah, that's that's the go. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah, sixty let's second. Go. Let's go. Sixty seconds. I do want to reiterate. I did not practice. I did not look anything up. Oh, the this is all from excuses. memory. This is all from memory. Right. I'm going to try to describe this book in sixty Hit seconds the on the clock. You guys can't see the clock, but just know that it's real. Okay. You ready? In. I'm just going as far as I can. Two. Oh God. I forgot all their names. Okay, so we start the book with uh, Tim. He's a a, a, a man. Um, he's on a plane getting ready to go somewhere, and he decides, I'm not going anymore, and he gets off. And he gets off this plane, and he decides to start a new life. Whoa, interesting. And he becomes a night knocker. Bet you want to know what that is. I don't have time to explain it. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, then we switch, and we meet this little kid, Luke, smartest kid in the world. And all of a sudden, uh, these people come, and they kidnap him, and they kill his parents, and he he. Went wakes up in what's called and he wakes up in what's called the institute with a bunch of kids now we don't know much about these kids but we do know they have some sort of powers okay we don't know why they're in the institute but they smoke cigarettes they drink it's freaking crazy how old are they? they're like 12 and then they decide they figure out what's going on they have special powers they're telekinesis and telepathic holy Ten shit seconds. and um and and uh jake breaks out or luke or whatever the fuck his name is he breaks out and he escapes and then the ending happens and that's the end for you oh what an ending honestly what an ending i commend you that was really pretty good good. that was was really really i i am so fearful for when i have to do this what does the man have to do with any of this yeah oh my god there was a man man. he was a man and then there's kids and the kids so the man's role is so important that's the best part there was a man so let me actually make sure I get these. I, I'm pretty sure it's Tim and Luke. So Tim, at the beginning of the book. The man. The man. The man. Okay. He he starts. This is something I've always wanted to do. And I daydream about it. Where you just decide to quit your life and do something completely different. Ooh. Okay. He's getting ready to fly to New York City or wherever he's going. I'm assuming it's New York City since it's a Stephen King book. New England's involved somehow. And, um, and he decides, you know what? Fuck it. I'm starting a new life. And he becomes he was he becomes basically a police officer in a town small town. We set up like learning about him. Very interesting character. Then we move to this other kid, Luke. Eventually, when different Luke, perspectives. How no, is this told? No, First it's, person. It's, it's third. It's third. Person. I hate third person. That's the only books I'll read. I know. Um. So when we're when, at odds. <laughs> when Luke escapes, I can't wait to dive into that. When yeah. when Luke escapes the institute. And he takes this train because it's up in Maine, of course. And he ends up in Georgia. He that's where he meets Luke, or where he meets Tim, the night knocker. And uh, Tim is the only one to believe his story that he was in this institute, and he ends up like saving him in the end. Cool. Okay, night knocker. They, that's just that's night knockers. Night knockers. So a night knocker. Yeah, a night knocker is just a night police officer. He like, oh. patrols the the, the town at night. Okay. Oh. It's yeah. a very small town word for it. Very small old school town. Okay. 
I love small town romances. <laughs> so uh, as far as romance goes, I mean, there's is there a, any love in this? There, there is with the kids. So these, oh, ki- okay. Listen, this kid Luke is a genius. Okay, he's very smart, and we don't really know that he has powers until like you get into it. He has telekinesis and he's telepathic. Like all the kids. I mean, the there. best. Wow. That's like the best. That's the best of. duo to have. Yes. Yeah. So he he meets yeah, this this sure. this he meets this little black girl who is immediately like the coolest bitch in runs the joint for sure yeah and, and little queen I love he, like that he like immediately falls in love with her um not yes. falls in love, how but old is luke he's like 12 i mean okay he, we have hormones back then yeah, yeah he, he just, likes her. i'm just worried with but don't worry kids. she's already got a boy uh oh love triangle. triangle yeah not, love me a love triangle not really luke's kind of like whatever you do your thing this kid Nikki, he's too smart yeah the guy that, she, that yeah the guy she likes is kind of a badass and you know Ooh. yeah but they're pretty adorable. We don't need that. No. So there is one woman that is like a guard. So these people are assholes. Mm. The way they treat these kids, they beat the shit out of them and they make them look at all these like things to try to get these dots. They want their powers. Like that's all they care about is their oh, powers. Oh, is this like Eleven and Stranger Things? Yeah, it feels feels a little it feels like very Stranger Eleven things. Stranger Things. Mm, I w- uh, maybe similar. Yeah, I guess like like similar. Like she's a veins of yeah. She's a project more than a than a kid. Yeah. I mean, and and cool. the fact that they're all in there, like, yeah, they get completely abused, punched, so, kicked, hmm. drowned. Like How it. do we? So, okay, we have Luke and what was the other guy? Tim. Tim, Tim is the, the man. Actor, yeah. So, how do we rate them? Like, are they are they bad? Are they like badasses, or mm. are they just cool? Mm. Or is uh, the man hot? I well, well hold. On. I want to say this about Stephen King. He is one of. I would say he is the greatest writer when it comes to to characters. I think he's the greatest writer of all time. I t- I will I agree with you, and I'm sure a lot of people would find that controversial for some reason. But I agree he's, with you. He's written probably an enormous amount of books, and they're all perfect. I agree 100. percent But I think the most memorable thing about Stephen King and the best thing that he does is write characters. I think that's why Stephen King books don't always translate to movies. Mm. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, because it's more character than it is story. You know, movies are really driven more by the the audio, Mm -hmm. driven by the visuals. Mm. Not really the characters matter, but they're just they're not as they're flat. You know. Yeah. Well, if there's nothing, if what we're experiencing is just the character psyche, yeah, more so than what's happening to the character, Mm -hmm. it's hard to translate that into film form unless it's Carrie or. You know, yeah. the shining, yeah. Like yeah. those kind of things where a lot of external things are happening in those actors to, to add to the character yeah. versus. Yeah. yeah. We already have such a great story with Stephen King, like movies or books. It's like they it don't just, usually the characters elevate. Characters kind yeah. of. I agree. I totally agree. Well, and speaking of like specifically characters like that kid, Luke, what I found so fascinating about him is like, you know, when he starts off in the beginning, he's shy and he's scared because he's a young boy. But then, like, as time goes on and he realizes he has these powers and they're and they're strong, you know, he becomes pretty badass, which I think is really neat and admirable about this kid. And there's a 10-year-old that comes in that he befriends, and this 10-year-old has the strongest telekinesis power. And he's actually what ends up saving all of them in the end. Mm. And, and he is able to tap into children around the entire world that have these powers. What's his face? I um, gotta say, I love that the doctor. Our, go what's ahead. his face? From what Doctor X Men? Oh, Doctor! Oh my gosh, Doctor X. Yeah. Hey, I remembered. That's what he does, isn't it? He well, like yeah, taps he, he taps into, into the brain. What I was gonna say, I love that 
our main character isn't the hero. I love that. I yes. love that in a book. I, I agree. Neville. I love that. Neville. Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom. Mm-hmm. That's a whole I different yeah. episode. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter is a whole different. The end of this book is very interesting. Here we go. Spoilers. Let's, let's, I'm going to, I think you guys are going to, this is your warning. Spoiler. Spoiler. So, uh, Luke manages to get away. That's one of the, mo- the most, and it's, it's early on that he escapes. Like it's t- 200 pages in is when he starts his escape. So, it's very 40, 40 percent. yeah there's a part where he has to cut his ear like the, his earlobe off to get the chip out because they'll follow him oh boy um you know he has an in with this girl this woman maureen that's a whole thing like he he helped her on the outside using a computer so she tied a scarf for him to know where to turn she was the only person that had even the slightest bit of empathy in that entire place so i thought that was really interesting and then when he does escape there's a whole train ride that he has to go through he almost gets caught and then he has to convince luke that or he has to convince tim that it's a real thing and he's not some crazy boy because you know the government's involved so they made up some story right there's always a cover-up of course now the end of this book it's a happy ending, Eric. I'll have you know. Oh, love me, HEA. Only three, <laughs> although only three of the kids survived. The kid Avery, or the kid, I think his name's Avery, who saved them all by like tapping into dies. every brain. Of course he dies. Ugh. The building falls on him. But oh, Luke gets away. The girl that he likes gets away. And the girl's boyfriend gets away. And what about the man? The man houses them. And then they okay. like go their separate ways. Cool. Now the love very end, another man shows up at Luke's place or tim's place and he's in a suit of course he's from the government oh no and he basically says you have no idea what you've done <gasps> oh no Uh oh okay this is catastrophic i gotta say i'm i'm like at the edge of my seat right now <laughs> and i'm not joking suspense about it. thriller I am sus- i'm suspended at the end of my seat and, and it was hinted it was hinted throughout the book that this would be life ch- it would be the end of the world if somebody escaped and he did and um Basically, what happened is, so there's this building that houses the telekinesis people and the telepathic. Now, there's a whole nother institute that houses people who can time travel. Holy. Oh, so, next book. So he would, <laughs> no, but he said, basically what he said was, do you know why there hasn't been any nuclear wars? It's because we've created these, these telekinesis and we've used them, like their telepathic and their telekinesis powers, to save the world. And and these kids are the reason why our world is still here today because they can intercept like they know who is going to like blow something up and they can intercept that and stop them. So they were raising these children to basically be little superheroes. But like why they have to treat but them like yeah, shit? Why they have to beat them? Why can't cra- they pay them? Because they were trying to get their powers out. So then you're not so helping. This is not. Now, the other side, the the um the time travelers are treated perfectly because they can just come back and then just kill them Mm. they're more scared of them so which is weird because i feel like i'd be a little bit nervous around a telekinetic but not if you groom them to not to just fear their entire lives whereas a time traveler one the minute you hit them first they'll be like oh you hit me i'm gonna come back in a couple minutes and i'm coming back you're gonna learn today (laughs) i love that that honestly that sounds really interesting but once they discover their powers it's the coolest. Is shit that ever. tough to read though? I have like an issue sometimes where we have these books where they just glorify a lot of no. torture and pain. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, don't think I which like I have that. a book that I want to discuss at a future episode mm-hmm. about that. I don't but think it's like that at all. It's tough. There's like a fine line between. I agree. So as long as it's not that, maybe I will read it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's like that at all. So normally, 
I would want to dive into like kill Mary fuck of our sub characters. <laughs> no, well, since they're that. children, I'm gonna pass on. <laughs> this what about one? Tim though? The would man. You, would you here? Here, let's pose this question. Yeah. Would you kill Mary or fuck Tim? Uh, I would marry him. Okay, he's oh, the good guy. He's a protector. Good guy. Protector. Good guy. Um, here, you ready to be a stepmom? Because it sounds like that's. <laughs> Well, yeah, Luke lives with. I mean, he lost his parents. Yeah, he's got nothing. sounds like that's what you're. You'd step in. Signing up. Nothing. Okay, but um, let's talk plot. Um, so it's a unique story, not a retelling. Love that. Mm. Um, I mean, it's definitely been done before. The whole like experimenting on powers. Yeah, I was gonna say like what it is similarities thing. to other books. Like I feel like this is a little Stranger Things esque. But Stranger Things came out after this. So. Yeah, it probably could have been no, I think influenced this, by it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a common thing. Um, yeah. It's not uncommon for people to be like, I mean. But Stephen th- King probably just does it best. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like also I I have heard the story of a lot of, you know, just someone has powers and they're trying to tap into it and the government's trying yeah, exactly. to exploit it. This is the first time I'm hearing it with children outside of Stranger Things in a way. Okay. Yeah. Right? And that these kids yeah. are, uh, the aspect of them being used against nuclear war and that kind of stuff that makes it's, inter- it it's an interesting me. like mm. turn yeah mm. so if if i could just give you a quick example of what the abuse sounds like you could tell me if it's uh borderline whatever okay so it says uh luke took the injection without protesting there was no flash of heat but then something else began happening something bad as priscilla bent to put one of those clear spots he started to choke i can't swallow is what he wanted to say but he couldn't his throat locked shut you're okay hendrick said it'll pass that sounded good but the other doctor was approaching with a tube uh which he apparently meant to jam down luke's throat if it became necessary hendrick's put a hand on his shoulder give him a few seconds luke stared at them desperately spit running down his chin sure they would be the last faces he would see and then his throat unlocked and he whooped in a great gasp of fear yeah, I think that's not bad. There yeah, is one I, part where they almost stick something up his butt that's a little uncomfortable, but they cut away before that happens. Nice. I think sodomy. I think the fact, <laughs> I think the fact that it's said in third person, I think, it, I think it makes a little different. It, it dwindled it a bit for me because if it was in first person, I'd feel it more. I think yeah. you're used to reading the first person, I'm and I so think used to it. Like when I read it, and it's like a dirty scene, it I'm like, holy me shit, up. this is. You have to be a really good writer to successfully write in first person because because it's hard. It's hard. I mean, how it's hard to open up other perspectives and to see other things that are happening. The way he transitions between scenes is so neat. Like when when Luke is is on the train, like running away from the Institute, there's like a line that would start the chapter. It says as Luke was getting on the 415 train, Hendrix was and then it would go into the scene Mm. back at the Institute. So it's like you get to see what's happening while he's running away. You know, at the Institute, these kids are finally coming together and they're discovering their powers. That is is the, the, the best part about third person, person is yeah. that perspective you don't get to see in first exactly i think it just doesn't work for certain genres yes like i think romance has to be like first. like exactly. i've been reading i've i've read um i've been reading a um a third person romance and it's terrible because mm-hmm. it's just so confusing 
on like they, she's just like flipping back and forth and i'm like what the f- who are we talking about like that why sense. like why do i know both of their thoughts right now like i don't or like i want to know the others and you're only talking about hers and i'm like which one are you just reading give me a different chapter it's like a dirty dirty book i don't even oh, know okay. want to talk about it because that that it's not a good book here you know we're it's not a good book we're have to talk about in romance world we're in, in yeah thriller we're world. in no, thriller. it's true like it makes complete sense it's actually a thriller though so mm. oh okay yeah i would love to see a stephen king romance I would be interested to read that. Yeah. I was, you know, one of the other uh, rating scale things that we have here is sauciness factor. So I'm that, that no. probably is I don't like think there. Yeah, there's no sex in this book. Um, but OK, instead of sauciness, how let's go into more genre based on that. So how suspenseful was it? Yeah. For you? How Ooh. thriller is it? Well, that like 300 pages of him escaping was yeah, amazing. Of- I mean, he and he's such a good character, like. I mean, I know he just, he writes characters so well, but when he's like, realizes that he has to fight back and he's in the shower and he's just like, after he got his ass kicked and he's just like, he decided like, you know, it's not so much as I want to escape anymore. It's like, I want to take this whole place down. Mm. Like that was dope to me, but him like leaving and being like, I got to cut this thing out of my ear. And then he takes like a kayak or a boat down like a river to find a train. And then he hops a train. And while he's in there, there's all these rewards out for him. And these like two kids open the back of the train and they spot him. And this one dude is like, what are you running away from your stepdad or something? Like what's going on? And the kid is like, I can't tell you because I like, I'm going to die if you send me back. It's very handmaid's tale. Mm. Oh yeah. Like how she escaped and like, remember? Mm. Mm. I didn't finish the series. I, I hated that show. So. That's that book made me rage a lot. Yeah. No, sorry, not book. The show made me rage. Mm. I can't ton. talk about the, the movie or sorry, the TV series at length because it drives me up a lot. Yeah, I so. don't. I didn't watch past season one because again, it's that what I was talking about where it's that train line, wreck. Mm. train wreck. It's that line where yeah, yeah. is this just torture porn mm-hmm. or is it good story? Yeah, like give yeah. me give me the. Yeah. Anyway, to, I I want to put this out there. Game of Thrones never crossed that point for me. I agree. Okay. I think a lot of people gave Game of Thrones a lot of fucking heat for all those rape scenes. I think they were very tasteful. I didn't done. read the book though. I hear the book is a lot different. The they books were are like, always fucking terrible. Yeah, they were but... like dragged out a little bit too much from what I. Heard. I'll, I haven't read any of them. They're pretty long, and <laughs> yeah. I haven't even continued the Outlander series because of how long they are. Yeah. So the Game of Thrones books are excruciating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would see, never I no recommend interest. them. See, this, I don't like it. I don't want to hear it. Excruciating. <laughs> this book, like the the Institute, I think it teeters on that young adult. Uh, just like the the Genre, plot, yeah, because yeah, the plot it's like kids and and you know which I I really enjoyed. So, so predictability. What did you? Um, was there like big twists? Was there? Yes, yes. There was a few. Maureen being the um being so she started off as like the one that everybody trusted. She ended up being a spy that I knew was going to happen. But the twist that came after, where she ended up like changing and and being good, and then she kills herself because she gives Luke. She kills herself. So she gives Luke a um to help him escape. She also gives him a flash drive to expose. That's the other thing. Like this whole place, oh. there's a front half and a back half, and the back half of the institute is where they have these kids and they have like no brains basically and they're all like fucked up completely past like just brain dead brain dead and they like shit on the floor and like so she gave to expose the entire institute she gave him a flash drive and she knew she was going to die so she went and killed herself because they were going to kill her when they found out so that was a twist that i definitely wasn't expecting i feel like the end is a twist the end is a twist with the guy coming yeah yeah they kept saying throughout the whole thing you know this is really bad this is really bad i'm like why like who cares it kind of feels like a cliffhanger though it, I think it is. And 
I kind of I don't know like if them. I don't like cliffhangers. I love them. I like everything neatly wrapped. I know yeah. you do. Happily, Happily ever after. Happily ever after. I haven't read. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> One of the recent books well. I read was sort of not a cliffhanger, but it wasn't a nicely wrapped ending for me. Mm. And now I'm starting to judge whether I would prefer cliffhangers if I would like them if they're presented correctly. I it think gives you a lot to think about. I think if it's done well, mm-hmm. any kind of ending could work for you. Mm-hmm. But that could also open up for Stephen King to just do the next one. Mm. Cliffhangers in in series are okay for me. Oh, okay. so like if I and this is me personally is like I really like reading trilogies right now. That's like my jam. Mm. Um, so like if it's a cliffhanger at the end of the first book and the second book's out, I'm sure. like. Yeah. Bring it on, baby. I'll just yeah. swoop right in. Yeah, just continue It just on. feels whoop, whoop. like I'm reading a 1,500-page book. That's fair. Yeah. I, this is definitely not going to be a, a I, second. I don't think so. I mean, his he made a he wrote a book called Firestarter. I don't know if you guys heard about that one. Mm. It's a very similar. A girl has a telekinesis, or and, and she can start fires, and, and she's a young girl. So this is, this is very similar to that book, and I don't know how that book ended, but I know they never made any more after that. I don't. I does any of Stephen King's books have second books? Yeah, the Dark Tower series. Oh, is yeah, seven. Right, he's on right, book right, six. Right. I'm on book six. Interesting. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few. There's the um. He's just written, written, so written. Many. He's written so many, books. so many books. So I it's just know like so, bad. so hard to. Li- I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book right now. Mm. I don't want to get too into that. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm. I don't understand how some of these people write this many books. I keep saying that too. I keep saying to Chris, all the coke and all all the world. All I want to do is just like hop in his brain for a day. See, well, there's different Stephen Kings. Dark Tower Stephen King is very coke. Okay, then give me give me a week with every Stephen King. Oh God, and I want I I want an in on that brain. Like it has to be so much drugs. And the other thing too is he talks about. A lot of his every book has a mention of one of his other books in it in some way. Like he's unbelievably <laughs> talented at sewing things. Together. The inception yes. of it all. And it's yes. just so yep. it's so hard to do. I can't even do it in my own book because I end up going backwards and fixing yeah. what I fucking wrote. And yep. like I I am writing and writing and writing, and I end up just rewriting what I've already. I written. feel bad for the editors. And like the publishers who had to like go through all these books. Like, I wonder how many versions of his books this have. Because we call him perfect. We call him one of the best authors in the world. But we don't think about what kind of process is his in writing. Mm. I bet you he just shits it he, all out. Well, he, then, no, no, he, wrote he has a book. that book. He wrote a book I called read On it. Writing. He wrote a book about writing. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. He talks about his car. The act, he got hit by a car. He almost died. I hear the audiobook is great for it. Oh, definitely read that. Definitely. I'm I, I so I want to read I want to read the first bo- my first book without help. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. So I, I commend that. I straight up, right. just like yeah, just do it. I so I read shit out. I, some I read this many books and I said I can fucking write a book. This is what I, I came up it. with. I love it. My second book, I think I'm gonna. Like, I think that's a great plan. Yeah, I I would planning. definitely suggest reading that book. It's very good. All right. Um, do we have any recommendations in the thriller sector? I definitely do. All right, Give it to it. us. So uh, I read this a couple months ago now. It's called The One by John Mars. Ooh, I have that on my TBR. I oh. feel like I've seen it. Is it's... that the one with the target on the front? The... Yes. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's different perspectives, right? Correct. Okay. But it's all third person. Main premise is we live in a world where there is a software with DNA that matches you to your soulmate. Ooh. 
Yes. So think of Tinder. This they, is Black Mirror. The Black Mirror episode. I didn't watch all of Black Mirror because Black would Mirror you do messes it? me up. If that came out right now, would you I do mean, it me now that John, you're engaged? No, I wouldn't. That, that's the thing. So that's what, Ooh, that's what makes know. it so difficult. So we follow about five different people and how they all interact with this new software or whatever. I, or I don't know. A genetic test, I guess I want to call it. Yeah. Instead of a software. I can't even we'll like. Get, we'll get into it. I can't wow. even dive we'll in get into to it. so many yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Just read it. Right. It's really good. The twist in it threw me all the say, hell off. I love a good it. twist. I won't say it, but the twist. I was literally sitting on my porch with my mother. And I'm, I was reading on an ebook, and I'm reading it, and all of a sudden I'm like, <gasps> and my mom's like, I love that. I've never audibly gasped at a book, but my mom looks at me, she's like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "The book just got real good." Oh, I <laughs> so love that. I love. I that. highly recommend yeah. it. Right. I love when that happens in a book that you didn't think there would be a twist in. Yes. I I also went into Where you it, like think it's gonna happen, and it's like the twist I saw. I again, I did not see it coming, and I think it's because I got distracted with the other stories I cared about. Yeah, yeah. There's so many different characters, and this each is of them black. Are, it's it, the episode of Black Mirror is just like that, where is you it? get like paired up with somebody, and then it like just like fucking. Dissolves. I'm gonna have to watch it then. But like, mm, this one yeah. has so many cool different. I wonder characters. if it took from this book. Maybe I don't. I can't. Let me know what when it got uh, released. We'll, we'll, but we'll do a whole. We'll do a podcast on this. I like. I, it's yeah. a really got good a lot book. Of things we talk about there. Nice, awesome. Well. I think that about wraps up our suspenseful thriller podcast. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Books and Betches. Maria (laughs) is going to be leading us off next week with what book? Lovely War. Lovely War by Julie Berry. Lovely War. See you guys there.